Entry 50, outsourcing, LinkedIn post starts. What to keep in-house and what to outsource in marketing part two. Last time I looked at the structure of my in-house marketing org. So here's my take on what you can outsource. Operations. So we found a killer combination here to be to work with a highly experienced ops partner on an outsource basis, but to accompany that with in-house capacity. And this in-house capacity should be an A player experienced hire. This makes for a killer combination of experience and focus. And it's our current combination that we have and it's working really well for us. Google Ads. Now, this is an interesting one. In the early days, I moved this in-house. I wanted to overcome the friction created by using an agency who were operating for all the wrong metrics, those in platform and rather than our CRM. But my opinion now is that you can outsource, outsource this to a very good freelancer if required. So shout out to Marketer Hire, who we've used to fill the gaps in previous times. Um, and we have seen some success in doing that. But now we have our unicorn head of paid and I would much prefer that it sit in-house if possible. And they actually now act like their own mini agency, which is definitely my preferred setup. CMS and web dev. I think in the early days, it's a luxury to have that in-house, but it's vital to have a trusted partner and design um, and, and design an ongoing retainer with them to enable your team not to be blocked on any tasks requiring dev support. Um, yeah, so, and I think this could still probably be a hire that we might move in-house like, later down the line um but for right now we have an incredible agency that we work with called Carmen Digital um and they fulfill all our requirements and we have like a, a great retainer based um relationship with them which works really well innovation so sometimes you'll need to inject innovation into your team and this can only be done by working with partner age or agencies who are intensely familiar with your space and ha actually have worked for or are working with numerous companies like yours the reason why I think this can be a big unlock is because they speed up your learnings. So something that is critical if you're on a rapid growth path like we are is the speed at which you can learn. Um, and this can be a way in which to yeah get that going. So sometimes you'll hit a stage of growth where hiring is not the most efficient option. It's not always the case that more people in a team equals better results. If you'd like to learn more about how I approach things at Cognizant, we're kicking off a series called Demandism where we'll be deep diving all things demand marketing and answering your questions live. First show coming this week, link in comments. LinkedIn post ends. Gosh, I can't believe that was when we first started Demandism. So we're at entry 50. Anyway, sorry, that was just a bit, bit of a moment there because we definitely got through a good number of those episodes towards the back end of last year. But back to the outsourcing of roles. Um, I think it's just one like core message that I think it's important to keep in mind. And it's that thinking about when might it be beneficial to have someone with expertise from multiple organizations. So Meaning when might this level of exposure and learning from working with lots of orgs help to shortcut your internal learning period? I think that's the big question. So it's unlikely that an internal hire would be able to offer the same unless you can afford someone with all of the year's experience. So I think this combination really leveled up our setup and maturity from a marketing op standpoint, as I touched on a bit earlier. One note though, um, I had done a lot of this work myself before I hired in. And I think that's important. I'm so in the detail that I can think about all the downstream impact of any changes. And that's vital, especially when working with an external organization who won't know the ins and outs. Um, so yeah, just make sure that someone who's managing that on the internal side is incredibly in all of the detail. I think web development is definitely another great area to outsource. Um, and when you find a good agency, stick with them. We, as I said, have this monthly retainer with ours, which works really well. And it, <laughs> I've got the story on this because I think you know, it's all very well to say outsource, but then it's like, okay, where do I go? And there's definitely a difference between good, bad, and ugly. 
Um, and this story kind of highlights that. And I think it's not always known to people who are not in marketing how bad that can go when you, you know, when they think, well, you've got all of the agencies in the world. Of course, there's many that are good. The reality of that, unfortunately, is not is not really the case. Um, so when you find a gem, you stick with it. So recently, my CEO challenged me. He said, right, we've obviously just acquired this new company, Casper, um, and we're going to need to do some web dev work. And we want to get them like migrated onto the HubSpot CMS, which is what Cognizant CMS runs off, um, et cetera, et cetera. We were mid-rebrand with on the Cognizant side. So we had our web dev agency pretty busy with that. Um, Anyway, and so he was saying Casper is a French-founded organization and he was determined that we work with a French equivalent or another agency, just any other agency than the one we were working with on the Cognizant side. And I really remember him saying, are you telling me, Alice, that in all the world, you're saying there is not a better or equivalent agency to ours? And of course, that's such an extreme question. It's really hard to argue against. Um, So... I dutifully went ahead with a search for alternatives, but my warning was we'll go through a lot of pain to get there and a lot of wasted cost. And I still believe the output will likely not be as good. So anyway, with that all aside, we chose an agency and we, uh, I think it was three months later, very swiftly reverted back to our Cognizant partner on a separate retainer basis for Casper. And you know, the learning here is just like, I think we it takes a while to find those, you know, those partners and and, out, and resources that work. And so when you do, I don't think there is any reason to switch from that. Um, don't fix what isn't broken, I guess, would be my yeah philosophy on it. Um, and now they come with me everywhere. They were in my previous role. Um, their work, they've worked across all of the three brands at Cognizant. Um, and yeah, I just wouldn't be without them. So I think those relationships are critically important. And then a note on outsourcing innovation. I think this is one of my biggest hacks to say scaling and learning and growing quickly. So you can spend a year running various experiments and content processes trying to hit the right way to do these things in order to like uncover, you know, that gem. Um, or you could cheat. And I'm not normally an advocate of cheating. But when I say cheat, I mean, find those people doing it really well today, hire them on a project or consultancy basis and learn from them, then instill those processes, those skills and ideas into your team. And this is exactly what I've done multiple times at Cognizant, and it has 100% enabled us to scale 10 times faster than waiting to work it all out for ourselves. So just some examples of this in terms of where we have cheated by working with people who have done this before in order to speed up our own um, knowledge and um, innovation. So Refine Labs, they were crucial in bringing structure to our paid social campaign setup when we started this demand gen play. They also gave us some very strong processes around reporting on demand gen activity. Um, and Refine Labs are learning by working with multiple organizations every day. So their process of iterating and building out playbooks is so much faster than ours ever would be. And I, and I really don't think we would have got where we did on that demand gen journey if we hadn't worked with Refine Labs for the start of it. And so I'm super grateful for all of that. Um, yeah, that we got we got out of that relationship. And Gatana Dinardi, so he is someone who's had huge success getting multiple marketing orgs. And he is the kind of talent like we could never afford in-house. But he does provide us with another vital cheat code to scaling our learnings much faster. Um that we would without his insight and expertise. And we we don't need another pair of hands on the execution side, but we require another strategic brain who can utilize their past experiences to advise us on this new stage of growth we're going into, which we haven't experienced yet. 
and that's been critically valuable for us especially leveling up everything we're doing on our SEO side so hugely grateful to be working with him and then I want a big shout out to Todd Clouser and Abade they're two people um, who truly get what demand gen content creation is so I think in a world of mediocre content and very little known process and structure around how to build a truly predictable high quality content engine Todd and Abade are teaching us their methods it's called the easy mode and we have a transparent goal between Todd and Abade and ourselves of upskilling ourselves to a point of redundancy for them we actually utilize the budget for a demand gen content headcount in order to work with them. And I guess like, why would I do that? Well, we knew that we could hire someone in the role. We could spend a year trying to build out a playbook for the function, or we could work with the people already doing it successfully today. People we couldn't normally afford to hire and learn the playbook before we then made the hire. So we're actually coming up to the end of that process with Todd and Obeyed, and it's just been transformative in terms of operationalizing their easy mode framework within the way that we produce and execute our content engine and I think we'll see a massive jump in our efficiency and ultimately like the success of it this year and yeah it's just a a creative way of like saying okay I'm not going to actually hire that head I'm going to put that money into another resource which can speed up our learnings and get us to the end point much faster.